Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and ClearVista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the Spend Life Well Show, where we apply biblical wisdom to your financial journey. I'm Certified Kingdom Advisor Mark Trice, and in the studio today is Jesse Hamilton. Hey, listeners, welcome to the show. Jesse, of course, is one of our trusted financial advisors, and today we're talking about three things to know or three gauges to know about when it's time to retire. This is really a hot topic. It really is. Amongst a lot of clients because they they would like to retire, but they don't know when's a good time. We get this question all the time. What what is the reason? Why do you do it? Yeah. And this is come this, uh, the topic itself and some of the points come from a recent Wall Street Journal article uh, written by um, Rachel. Can you pronounce her last name, Jesse? Rachel? Feinzig? Feinzig, yes. I don't know. The article's entitled, How to Know When It's Time to Retire. Um, our scripture today is from Matthew 11, 28 and 30. Come to me, all who labor or are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, Jesus' yoke, not my yoke. I'm actually pretty, it's pretty hard yoke around here. <laughs> <laughs> my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So this is, comes from Matthew it doesn't really refer to uh, retirement per se. And in fact, Jesse, um, a lot of people don't realize that there's not much of anything about retirement. Yeah, we don't see much scripture. at all in the Bible at all. Um, now, there was not... some, some commands in Genesis dealing with um, uh, the priest. Was it Genesis or, or Exodus? I can't I remember I think it's now. Genesis, but yeah. yeah. Unless our, one of our listeners is a... If you're uh, really curious, pre- we'll send you... Priest. Yeah, if you're really curious, we'll send you the verse. <laughs> but it has to do with yeah, the retirement of mandatory retirement age of political priests. Or, or not, they didn't call it retirement. It was, you must stop serving in this capacity. Mandatory transition. As, yeah. At this age, because... A lot of people don't realize that that retirement is just really another phase in life. Yes. And so today we're going to talk about some of those things. And uh, Jesse, why don't you kick it off? Sure. Right so here. the the first story here is about a person whose finances were were in order, and um, she decided that it was time to retire. And um, when her last day arrived in June, she sat in front of the computer well into the evening, trying to convince herself to log off. Right? They couldn't <laughs> let it go. And that's, this is what one of the things that we wanted to visit about today, because it's really hard mm-hmm. to do that. You should work with your financial advisor to try to determine when you should retire financially. Right. That If they're a good financial advisor, they can help counsel you as well when it's time to retire emotionally. Exactly. So you know, We work with a lot of health professionals, and they've put in 40, sometimes 50 years into their career, and they get ready to retire, and guess what? Their supervisor says, oh, you can't retire. I, I need you. Yeah, and, we see and that it's quite very a bit. flattering, right? It's very flattering. It is. You're very needed in your job. You're very valuable, but you have to think about what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So here in this, this article talks about this one story, and, and one of the drivers was, is there, you know, she is having friends pass away, right? Yeah. She had been working a long time. But she couldn't convince her to log off the computer for the last time. Very mm-hmm. emotional 
decision. It, just like we have an emotional attachment with our money, it, it's connected to our retirement as well. But the, the data shows that the average retirement age is going up. So this year, that average age was 62, and it's up from 57 in the early 90s. And that's a poll according to, to a Gallup poll. Uh-huh. Um, lots of folks just don't have the luxury of stopping because they haven't planned ahead, right? Mm-hmm. They're unable to go without a paycheck well after 65. And though, even though when your retirement account hits the mark, you know, the number that your advisor says you need to hit, deciding on to close that part of your life can really prompt a lot of questioning, right? It and uncertainty. Can. So it, you know, it was basically retirement was once meant, and, and retirement really is a phenomenon that was created in the last century. Exactly. And the of course, the U.S. government tells you that you should retire at 65. That's not what we're recommending, but that's what people say. They say, oh, I turned 65. I need to give you a call. Right, because you really need to know what you're going to do when you are done working in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because that retirement, it can span, my goodness, three, maybe even four decades, mm-hmm. depending on how good a health you're in, beyond that retirement. And so that alters what we can afford to do, that long time frame, you know, financially, psychologically, and, you know, as far as longevity is concerned, you know, I had the great aunt, now she never worked a day in her life outside the farm. Okay. And, but every day she got up and had chores she around the farm. She probably worked really hard. Well, very hard. It was a very, to me, a very physically hard life. And she um, she swears that her uh, you know she died at 104, and her secret to longevity, Je- Jesse, and you've heard me say this before, is was she, every day she dipped a little snuff, <laughs> and, and you know in between the cheek and gum, and and uh, that's so. There's what your advice, and we'll sign off there. Yeah, don't take that as health <laughs> advice. And I know a lot of our uh, health professional clients are listening or are now screaming at their television or their computer. We're not recommending that. That's just what Sweet mm-hmm. Aunt Pearl said. That was her secret <laughs> to longevity. So but there's things you need to do, and, and really one of the biggest things that you can do is really help. You need to redefine who you are and what you're going to do. Yeah, like we said, this is really a difficult decision because you've you spent, like you said, 40, maybe 50 years creating this identity in your work. Every day, you go to the office or you go to your place of work, and that becomes who you are. So right now, you may have a job title, right? Yeah. But what will your identity be when you retire. A lot of people haven't thought about that. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things we can work with someone and determine financially that they've got enough money to live on. They're going to be able to have plenty of money and do the things they want to do. But then they tell us that they don't know what they're going to do with their time. Exactly. And even as as believers, Mark, we, we know where our identity is, but people still get caught up in this idea that their work is who they are. That's right. And it's important for us to help clients discover what that is. There's a couple of good books. I like I like the book Halftime by yeah. Bob Buford. That's a good one. There's several books out in bookstores that deal, are dealing with that transition to retirement. You know, the Wall Street article we're referencing, Wall Street Journal article we're referencing today has a little activity and it, and it starts like this. It says, list six words that describe you and consider how retirement might change that description. Um, if your job title is your most cherished identity, yeah, you might not be ready to retire, right? You want to repeat that every exercise every few months to see when your sense of self shifts. I think it's more important that you have a plan for what is your 
what is your plan for your activities and what you're going to do? Now, when folks first retire, maybe they retire with their spouse, maybe they're single, they retire separately or whatever, they're, they just want to take a, a breath, right? Yeah, that's pretty common. Exhale. Oh, wow, I don't have to get up at 4 o'clock to, to get in for that 7.30 shift or whatever, 6 o'clock shift mm-hmm. or whatever. So so it may, for a few weeks, and this, this is truly a few weeks, people just exhale. Maybe they take a trip. But beyond that, what are you planning to do? Mm-hmm. I know we have one client. She didn't retire until she was 70. But her goal was she wanted to go back to school to earn a degree in archaeology. Yeah. Okay. Now we, we she was passionate about it. Oh, yeah, very passionate. She loved studying fossils. It was her thing that she did all the time. And she still does today. She, you know, she decided not to go back to school because she thought, well, $100,000 college degree on top of the one that she already had. And right. In in uh, health sciences, probably wasn't the best thing. But she did take some continuing education courses, and and she gets to go around all the time around the state of Texas on archaeological digs. So she's getting to do what she loves to do and studying fossils and being around those things and discovering. But that was her thing. She yeah. decided what she wanted to do. A new part of her identity. That's right. That's right. Some sometimes some experts will tell us, hey, why don't you want to sketch out a life map? Um, that talks about different several aspects of your day to day life. We're thinking spiritually, family. You know, do you want to spend a lot of time with the grandkids or taking care of them? Exercise, and maybe volunteering or work. Yeah. Okay. So, or any of them in conflict, right? You can't work full time and travel around the world full time, mm-hmm. right? That just that doesn't work. So, what about you know? Re- once you redefine that identity about who you are or who you're going to be in retirement. That's when you have to create that next chapter in life. I refer to that often of this is the next chapter in life. This is not the end. It's not the end of your career. This is just simply the next chapter. How could you make some choices to ease into that, Jesse? Exactly. I I love talking to, to people about this. You don't have to make a binary choice here. You don't just turn it off and sit on the front porch for the rest of your life. There, there's an opportunity here to do something else with your life, and even And a work lot of people more. feel that way, that, that, yeah. that it's stop working, turn on the retirement income, and sit on the front porch. Yeah. My chemistry professor in high school used to call it about sitting on the front porch, counting cars go by, and eating a moon pie and a grape knee high. Yeah, maybe that's it what you It all rhymes. You can, there was some chemistry lesson in there somewhere, I don't know, but... If that's your goal, um, come on in and we'll help you do that. But, but a lot of people <laughs> realize that if they do that, they slowly, quickly wither away. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Yeah. I, th- I think of, um, since my father was a football coach, I often think of of um, these college coaches that, that coach well into their 70s and 80s. Yeah. And then they stop, and they're dead within six months. Now, they probably were going to die anyway. Right? <laughs> a lot of stress there. But, <laughs> but it kind of makes you think. It's like, wow, he didn't really have much time in retirement. Yeah. He didn't have that flexibility. So what so, about like... What about a career shift or slowing your hours? We see a lot of people yeah, interested in that. Yeah, that's a way to, to cut back on the hours, maybe go part-time um, at the same job if your employer will allow that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of nursing professionals will, or even doctors will go what we call PRN, uh, which is a part-time uh, role where they come in and fill in a shift or two. Yeah. They get to control when they do it and stuff like that. What about if you have like a really unique skill that has earned you a nice living? Well, and we have a number of, of clients that do that. They just do consulting. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of having a bunch of clients, they might have a handful of clients. Yeah. 
and they'll just do them as they can throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Just a different way. It's not necessarily, they don't do it for necessarily generating income per se. It's more about to keep their mind sharp and create activity. We have a lot of people who love being a part of their church. That's a great place to volunteer. I remember sitting in with a, a client the other day and I asked him the question, what are you going to do? He's like, oh, don't not, don't worry about me. I'm going to volunteer every day yeah. at his church. Yeah, and that's that's great for him, and he loves to do that. And then the final thing you kind of think about after you've really redefined who you're going to be, you started that writing that next chapter, mm -hmm. is you need to think about your legacy. Do you want to be known for the one line about your work title? Is that what your epitaph's going to say on your tombstone? Mr. CEO. <laughs> he was a good employee. You know, uh, or as a good grandparent or parent, a volunteer, a faithful follower of Jesus, mm -hmm. what's that legacy going to look like for you? And those things will help you transition and, and get ready for retirement. I will tell you, our listeners, this. And Jesse, it's almost without exception. It's almost without exception. We, we talked to our retire clients um, about six months after they've retired. And without exception, every one of them says, I am so busy right now, I don't know how I had ever had time to work. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Yeah, That tells you that that's an active adult living a lifestyle that brings them fulfillment and joy in ways they never imagined. Hopefully doing a lot of the things that they haven't been able to do before. And our philosophy here at Clear Vista Financial is to help people retire as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, that might mean that they don't have a perfect financial picture, that we can't run Monte Carlo simulations to show that their money will last to 120. You know, it's about a balance between the financial side of things, the spiritual side of things, that journey that you're wanting to take. Yeah. And that's why we do what we do here at our firm is to help you spend life well, because your life is much more than the balance of your bank account. You are loved and valued by your Savior, and you have a purpose in this second phase of life, mm -hmm. or the next chapter, however you want to put that. Yeah. You know, it it's kind of just comes down to, we can make the dollars and cents work. There's a whole other side of it that we love to help people with. Yeah. And you just have to make choices about those things. You know, do you want to... Here, I'm dating myself here. If you okay. want to live a lifestyle of, of lifestyles of the rich and famous, you know, by Robin Leach. Yeah. You're going to probably have to work longer. <laughs> you've never seen that show, I'm sure. No. Uh, but, you know, the, our, our listeners that are getting close to retirement know who Robin Leach was and the lifestyles of the rich and famous. He had a great accent. It was, it was pretty cool to watch. And, and so maybe you don't get to do that, but you can be comfortable in retirement and do the things that are important to you but you have to start planning and start planning now. Right. Our goal is to help you spend life well. And with that, Jesse, you've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. Hey, we tied it together. There we go. You've been listening to the Spend Life Well Show. Until next time, God bless and have a great week.